It's a Tuesday. It is the fourth day of October 2022. Your day with a podcast being brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming content when it comes to news than anybody else. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com or on their Facebook page. Well, folks, there's actually quite a bit to talk about short term, not so much long term, a little bit more. First of all, we've got this splitting upper level low. We'll show you how we have one storm that's now become two, but it's moving out of the central and northern Rockies. But the southern part of the low will continue to bring Arizona, New Mexico, and parts of Colorado more showers and thunderstorms. Most of the central and northern Rockies are going to have a great couple of days, Wednesday and Thursday, just really nice. We have this cold front that's going to sideswipe areas east of the Continental Divide. Thursday night and Friday bringing some cooler weather, some showers, nothing really bad. Behind that front though, boy, does it look like a nice weekend for many of you, a really nice weekend. Then it's the battle of the models. We talked about this yesterday to where the models have some disagreement in the long term. They still do, but things next week still look interesting. And the sun is getting really active right now, and we may be experiencing a, a cannibal, cannibal CME. What is a cannibal CME? It's CME means coronal mass ejection, which means we may have some aurora borealis in the coming days, maybe. Hard to predict, but photographers be ready just in case. More photos coming in. I've got so many photos, folks, that if you haven't seen your photo yet, it's just because I'm trying to catch up. But just great shots all across the West of weather and the changing colors. I mean, wow, what can you say about that shot of Mount Moran in the Tetons there? Just an incredible view. And then just awesome sunrises and sunsets continuing. Areas of fog have been around here over the last few days in some parts of the West. And then just more great shots from this past weekend and all across the West, whether it's the Black Hills, the Central and Northern Rockies, all across the Intermountain West, Breckenridge, Colorado area, some great photos there. So this is going to be a good weekend. Again, this is going to be another weekend where I think the opportunity to see the colors will be really, really good. And with the precipitation recently, we've had, well, a pretty interesting rainbow there that was taken in September. Uh, near the Laramie area, Red Feather Lakes, some beautiful scenes up there as well. Then a shot out of Story, Wyoming of some storm clouds rolling off the bighorns. Podcast at dayweather.com is where you want to send those emails. Here's the splitting storm. You can see it. If you look closely, you can see the swirl of clouds right here over Arizona. The other swirl of clouds right here over western South Dakota. So at one time, this was one storm. But it is split apart with this guy heading this way and this guy getting cut off from the jet stream is this going to meander over the southwestern United States. So for those of you down at the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta, well, you know how challenging the weather's been and it's really not going to get easier because that storm is cut off from the main low now. And you can see it right here in the 500 millibar chart with the splitting lows, the remains of Ian still hanging around the East Coast. As we go into the next 48 hours, we do see the low. You can see it cut off from the main jet stream flow, just meandering down there over northwest areas of New Mexico. This is this cold front. You see this little dent right there? Well, this low going into the Great Lakes is going to drag a cold front and bring in some cooler air overnight Thursday into Friday. This is one of the fronts that goes up against the divide here. doesn't get on the other side of the divide, but makes the eastern side of the divide a little cooler. Thursday night and Friday 
and it will produce a few showers. But this high here is going to drift in out of the Pacific Northwest and move in a little bit closer. So what will happen this weekend is high pressure will dominate and that's going to give us a lot of sunshine and some nice weather. Now, it's not to say there could be a few showers in the mountains. And I think there will be because you see this low, it's still there. And so there'll be some humidity coming up from it. But overall, this is going to be a nice weekend of weather coming our way. Then it's the battle of the weather models coming next week. This is going to look really similar to what I showed you yesterday. Again, the European model is being the most bullish. It is showing a very large, well-established ridge of high pressure into the Gulf of Alaska. This is a classic setup to send the first significant cold shot of the fall season into the Rockies and Plains. I mean, significantly colder, and a lot of you would see the first chance of snow on the Plains if this happens. But will it happen? Well, we still have a lot of disagreement in the long-range trends. Look at the cold. If the European is right, significant cold air heads into the west. This is by next Wednesday. The Canadian model says, not so fast, my friends. The Canadian model says, Michigan, you're going to get the cold. The western United States only gets a clipping because the high pressure ridge isn't as strong. So the low goes more eastward and the Canadian air takes the cold into the upper Midwest and the Great Lakes. Both solutions, both solutions could certainly be right in terms of one or the other. Now the American model, the GFS, is a little bit of a compromise. Notice it's not as far west, but it's not as far east. And if that happens, the cold gets into here, mainly east of the divide and then into the northern plains. Too far out to be sure this is six or seven days away. But I want to kind of put a bug in the ear for hunters. Hunters in the Rockies, if you're going up into the high country next week, you're going to want to watch this to kind of see what transpires. Now, I talked about a cannibal CME. See this group of sunspots right here? They are extremely active. They're throwing out a lot of flares right now. And this sunspot group is going to slowly rotate across the sun here in the coming days. And at times, when these coronal max ejections take place, these solar flares, you're going to be in a situation where the Earth could be in line to be affected by the solar flare activity. And if that's the case, well, we could see a heightened chance for aurora borealis across the northern hemisphere, and they could get fairly far south. These are incredibly hard to predict, but if you've been trying to catch the auroras, just kind of Keep your eye out on the sky. I borrowed this information from spaceweather.com. That's the website you want to go to keep track of these things if you're trying to catch an aurora with a photograph. But it's going to be an active pattern here in the next week or so with the sun throwing out a lot of activity. And boy, you can see it right here where they measure. This is basically a good way to describe this. This is like the shock waves coming off the sun. And there's good old Earth right here. And you can see... You can see that the solar flare activity is just coming right towards the Earth side. And as uh, these coronal mass ejections take place, sometimes they miss the Earth like this one, but sometimes they'll come through and affect us as they come on by. So star watchers, stargazers, cloud watchers, and sky watchers, you want to keep an eye on those skies over the next several nights. Have yourself a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.